Yokoso, 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 Aragonagazimus. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's the Stadium Monday Night Chat. Yay! Episode 117. You are most welcome, ladies and gentlemen, most welcome. I am your host, Clive Illenden. Join me on Stadia cruise ship here as we take a cruise through the islands of Stadia News and all of that. And what a trip we have for you tonight. What a cruise, yeah? What a big cruise we have for you, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome all aboard. Ding, ding. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as ever, uh, let me know what games you've been playing. Have you made your way through all the Stadia Pro games? Seems so many. Um, have you played them all yet? Have you have you looked at them? What have you been playing? Put it in the chat. Get involved. It is the Stadia Monday night chat. And you, ladies and gentlemen, will be playing the elegant role, the intelligent role of chat. Yes. So uh, make sure you get involved. Get yourself in chat. Say hello. All of that. And uh, while I've got your ear, ladies and gentlemen, hit those likes because I like it. YouTube likes it. And it helps bright, intelligent, clever, insightful people like you find Stadia content like this. And this is what it's all about. Getting out and celebrating all things Stadia with people who like all things Stadia. Nothing wrong in that, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what we're here to do. Uh, and we've got a lot to celebrate this week, as it were. So some good news stories, good news stories. And I want to know your thoughts on the, on the various announcements. And we'll be going through them all on the Stadia News a little bit later and all of that. Uh, and of course, if you are new here, hey, welcome, welcome everybody. Make sure you welcome everybody who is new here, by the way. And if you are new here, um, could I ask most kindly, would you hit that subscribe button, toggle that notification bell, and that way you know when I go live with awesome content like this, ladies and gentlemen. As ever, uh, let us dive into the front row. Are you ready to catch me, ladies and gentlemen, as I stage dive into the early bird chat to see uh, who's in there, um, who bashed down the door, who was waiting three hours to get in? Let me in. Um, let's have a look. Mr. Bayron plays there. Yes, St. Row, Row Hype. Tell me about it, sir. Tell me about it, of course. <gasps> Ray is in the house. You know, Ray, if you say my name three times, it's a bit like Candyman. Yeah, I might jump out of your, you know, your bathroom mirror. So just be careful. You know, don't say it in the mirror. That's all I'm saying. Geek the Sneak. Howdy there. Uh, Sednar, as ever. Welcome, Sednar. Uh, he's working and listening. So we'll see if he's paying attention. A bit of AMSR, whatever. Hello, Sednar. Hello. How are you? Uh, Pedder, lovely to see you, Pedder. Roger. Primo, there's got the popcorn. Yes. Drink. Yes. Let's go. Exactly. And it's Clive live for more than five. Yes, exactly. MM2K in the house. Roger is so hyped. He's so hyped for Saints Row. It's unbelievable. Yo, enthusiasts. Exactly, Scooterama. That's what this is. Stadium enthusiasts. Nothing wrong in that. That's what we say. Good. I like that description there. Um, indeed. Oh, it's Captain Crunch. No, it's Captain Captain. Hello there, Captain Captain. Pedder saying he hasn't had chance to play most of them. Been loving Centipede and Worms. More on Centipede later. 
um, and a bit of Odyssey for downtime. Too much centipede. Oh, I know what you mean. It is so frustrating. Haven't got into Rogue Book yet. I didn't think it's. I don't. As I said, I'm not sure it's sort of my sort of thing. But everybody's talking about it, so you know, maybe I should. Inled, how are you, sir? Lovely to see you. Bit of those who remain. Yes, indeed. Purple Haze is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Purple Haze. Everybody shout out Purple Haze. Talk with Tori. Hello. Hello, everyone. Lovely to, to see you there. Uh, Sedna there. <laughs> Impressed with my AMSOR, whatever. Um, hey, I say Clive three times on TV and it boots stadium. Of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Exactly. Um, and Jamie Lee, how are you? Um, super. Games I've been playing. Yeah, Centipede, ladies and gentlemen. Centipede, centipede, centipede. Although I was playing a bit of Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. It's a good old-fashioned game, that is. Um, it's a sort of a Far Cry game from a simpler time. Simpler days, yeah. But I like it for that. A bit like how I liked um, Far Cry Primal. It's great to see now the sort of the collection, the Far Cry collection. Come on, we just got one more to go. Uh, and that's due very soon, um, coming soon. So that is coming to the stage of that is Spy Far Cry 4. We'll talk about that in the news and all of that. Did I miss something about Ubisoft today? Not that I'm aware of, Ian. Uh, although Ubisoft do have a sort of another sort of presentation of games coming later in the year. I think that's, I should have made a note. I think it's beginning of August. They've got a presentation coming up. So look out for that because there will no doubt be uh, some more dates and days when uh, games arriving on Stadia will be coming, which is all good. I think it is. Don't quote me on it, Captain Captain, but I think it is. I'm sure I saw somebody uh, confirm that very uh, fact. Um, so, yes, I think it is. Right then, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as I say, lovely to see you. Uh, let let me know your thoughts. We're gonna we're gonna go to the news. We'll talk about all the news this week. Clive is in the studio in the new studio. He's ready. Uh, in fact, he's over there. He's ready in the new studio. So we're gonna go through all of that. Um, Far Cry Three. That's pri uh, Blood Dragon. Yes, Roger. It is. We're just waiting for far, so far, it'll be in the news. They'll talk about it in the news. Anyway, uh, we're just waiting for, waiting for Far Cry 4, Roger, which is, again, pay attention to the news, uh, which we'll go there now. So let's go over to Clive um, in the in the news studio. Hey, Johnny Robot, how are you, sir? Good to see you. Um, let's go over to the news studio. Clive, you ready? Yeah. It's over to Clive in the in the new studio. Clive, over to you. That's not, that's me. It's just me here. I'm not Clive. Well, I'm Clive, but not that Clive. Idiot. Press the wrong button, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Not perfect. Not perfect. Oof. This is the, it's right next to the button. That's why you put them in that order. So you, so even an idiot could do it. Sorry about that. Over to Clive in the proper new studio. You ready this time? Yeah, okay. Here we go. 
Welcome to the Stadium Under Night Chat News for the 11th of July 2022. It was another bumper week for Stadia on the news front with the announcement of not one, but two AAA games coming to Stadia. At an Ubisoft reveal last week, they finally confirmed the official launch date of Skull and Bones, R, being November the 8th later this year, on all next-gen platforms, Stadia, Epic Games and Ubisoft Connect. The game is available in the Stadia store right now for pre-order in both Standard and Premium Edition, and these versions are also available via the Ubisoft store. Ubisoft revealed that the game is inspired by the Indian Ocean during the Golden Age of Piracy, as you overcome the odds and rise from an outcast to an infamous pirate. You can craft up to 12 ships and customise them with a variety of weapons and armour. You can sail solo or team up with two friends, whether PvE or PvEVP. While sadly for me, not exactly a sea of thieves with Assassin's Creed's graphics, this live service game is nonetheless looking likely to be a major game release with cross-platform and cross-progression, something that Ubisoft is trying to bring to all their multi-platform releases going forward. The other major AAA revealed was the worst-kept secret, that is Saints Row. Yes, after much speculation, leaks, hidden code, etc., it has been finally confirmed Saints Row from Deep Silver will be released on Stadia and day and date with other platforms. It's scheduled for release on the 23rd of August, so not too long to wait. In this game that could well scratch that GTA itch many have, it's in the fictional city of Santo Elicio, based in the American Southwest. Santo Elicio is currently under the control of three criminal gangs, Los Pantereros, a gritty vehicle and fitness orientated gang, The Idols, an anarchist gang focused on clubs and nightlife, that's probably my one, and Martial Defense Industries, an international private military corporation based in Santo Elicio that's known for advanced high-tech weaponry. And again, that could be my one. The player character, the boss, a former member of the Martial Defense Industries, assembles a new gang from dissatisfied members of these gangs to seize power from them. Rest assured, there are many explosions. Fun and chaos is incoming on August the 23rd. What is interesting is this is a AAA game not from one of the traditional big publishers, excluding Ubisoft, uh, that is, such as EA and Take-Two and Activision, etc. This is from Deep Silver, and it's great to see them continue to support Stadia, the other Saints games being on Stadia already. But the game announcements didn't stop there, with the 80s action movie-inspired Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon arriving on the platform last week, and the promise of Far Cry 4 making its way to the Stadia store later this year. And talking of Ubisoft games, Valiant Hearts The Great War launches on Friday this week. Valiant Hearts The Great War is the story of four cross destinies and a broken love in a world torn apart. Dive into a 2D animated comic book adventure mixing exploration, action and puzzles. Lost in the middle of the trenches, play as each of the four strangers, relive the war and help a young German soldier find his love. Along with other game announcements over the last few weeks for July, we're close to seeing 10 new games arrive on the platform in July alone. I think we're already up to eight. Is this an indication that the game release cadence is increasing on Stadia? 
Who knows? Watch this space. More job posts from Stadia this week. And interestingly enough, this is specifically a Stadia role and not an immersive stream and Stadia role. Thus underlying the fact that Stadia is, as we know, a standalone operation within Google and Google continue to invest specifically in this service. The role in question is Engineering Manager Identity Services for Stadia. The responsibilities include defining the roadmap, that's roadmap, of identity-related services, maintaining and enhancing existing Stadia services, enhancing that is, and ensuring they scale as the user base grows. Let me just repeat that. They scale as the user base grows. Rumor section now, and another game from Outright Games has been recently certified in Brazil. And as ever, always worth remembering this, for the Brazil certification, they always nominate all the platforms it's coming to on in any territories, irrespective of whether that platform is available in Brazil or not. Anyway, it's another kids game and it's Bratz, flaunt your fashion. According to the Bratz fandom wiki that also confirms a Stadia release, Hey, I do the research so you don't have to. Bratz Flaunt Your Fashion is a 3D adventure game in which players can take control of a number of characters from the Bratz franchise and explore various environments and speak to non-player characters in order to complete quests and challenges and unlock items used to customise the player character. There's already a Bratz mobile game and I don't think this is it. I think this is a new as yet unannounced game from Outright Games. And finally, the Stadia community seems to have turned into a giant virtual arcade centre with everyone trying to get their initials at the top of the player list in Arcade Classic Centipede Recharged. Well, sorry to say, there's a new kid in town with a mind-blowing score of over 3.6 million. Yeah, 3.6 million in the form of Project Storm. After a marathon session, Project Blue everyone away and posted this preposterous score to sit on the world leaderboard by some margin. Hats off to Project Storm, king of the arcade Mal. And there you go, that's the Stadia news for the Stadia Monday Night Chat. It's back to Clive, live in the studio. Clive, over to you. Thanks, Clive. Well, there you go. That's the uh, Stadia news of the week. Let me know what you think. Obviously, I'm most interested in, to know your views on the massive uh, game coming to Stadia. Of course, I'm talking Bratz, Glamour Your Style or whatever it's called. No, no, I'm talking Skull and Bones uh, and Saints Row. Let me know what are your thoughts uh, on those uh, games coming. Are you excited for it? Especially Skull and Bones given what we've seen in the reveals. Did you want more? Um, are there things about Skull and Bones that you're excited about, less than excited about? Let me share my perspective, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I may or may not have mentioned on this show. Massive fan of Sea of Thieves. When it first came out, it was the reason I got Xbox Games Pass. It was the first big, you know, um, first party Xbox game when they launched Games Pass. And that's why I got Games Pass. I thought, what a bargain. 
whatever it was, five quid at the time, five quid for a month, and I'll get a 50, 60 quid game. Anyway, cut to a year later, I become a pirate legend, all of that. Absolutely love it. So for me, I'm, I'm a little, there's, there's a sort of potential disappointment about Skull and Bones for me because it's like you are, if it's, it's similar to obviously Assassin's Creed Black Flag, where you are as a, as a player, not as the character, but as a player, you're effectively driving the boat. So you're sort of a bit, um, separated from the from the action whereas in sea of thieves you're controlling the character who controls the boat who goes up to the cannons puts cannonballs in the cannons fires the cannons you're controlling the character that does all that has sword fights um and it and it feels like you're not you're not controlling a boat remotely but you're controlling a player who is steering the boat now if you deliver to me a game like Sea of Thieves, but with Assassin's uh, Assassin Creed's graphics, you've got me. But that's just my perspective, you know, because I'm a big fan of Sea of Thieves. I just don't like the idea of remotely controlling a boat, if that makes sense, um, and firing it. And you know, the thing about Sea of Thieves is you could get a crew together. You all worked on the boat. Took, you know, everybody had to take responsibility. Somebody, you get on the sails, you know, I was a right dictatorial captain. Captain Bly, mutiny, sir, Christian, it's mutiny. Mutiny, Christian. Fletcher Christian. Fletcher Christian. Uh, I was like, get get on the sail, especially when I sailed with my son. I used to be, take the sail up, turn the sail quick, get drop the anchor. Yeah, I'm surprised that more people didn't mutiny. Anyway, that's what I would have liked to have seen, but I kind of knew they wouldn't. It would be a... Uh, an adaptation of uh, Black Flag, which effectively that's what it is. But it still looks really great uh, and looks exciting. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays. But let me know um, what you think. Uh, that's my perspective. Also, Saints Row um, inlet. Look, it's not a boat. Depends, depends, isn't it? Yeah, if you have a little one. Yeah, a little schooner. It's a little boat. You get to a ship later. You know what qualifies as a as a as a boat. Uh, there you go, pedant. Um, but yeah, Saints Row. Great news. We kind of knew it was coming, but you never really know, do you? And there's obviously lots of people and you, and voices in your head, and also voices on Twitter going, "It's not coming. It's not coming. It's not coming." And you're going, "Yeah, but the evidence." It's not coincidence. It's not just one piece of evidence. It's another piece of evidence. You know, everything's sort of lining up apart from the official announcement. And, you know, if they could have announced it at the same time they announced everything else, they probably would have. But they, they couldn't. And until it's official, then the official line is it's not coming. That's the way it works, you know. So, um but now we know, you know, we could speculate, we speculated, but now we know it's official. You know, that's the thing. That's the nature, you know, just because if a, if a, if a, if a game company says, doesn't mention a platform, and then you ring up the PR department and you say, is it coming on this platform? Well, they're just going to tell you what's on their FAQs. Uh, no, it's not coming to that platform. You don't want to go, yeah, don't tell anyone. Yeah. 
Don't tell anyone. Yeah, but it is. But it's a secret. Okay. We just didn't announce it publicly. But now you've rung PR department and asked. Yeah. So it's not how it works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but now we know. It's official. That's the key thing. So um, there we go. Excited about that. Um, but let me know. Roger says, I'll get Ubersoft. Oh, Kandara says, yes, modern version of Sid Meier's Pirates. Yeah, that was a sort of like a civilization sort of strategy game, wasn't it, if I seem to remember? Yeah, exactly, Ace Ball. Give it a chance. Is that what you're saying? Give it a chance. I will give it a chance. I just have a fondness in my heart. I'm slightly biased. I'm turned by Ship of Thieves. Uh, but I will certainly give it a chance. Um, all boats, all ships are boats, but not all boats are ships. Oh, is also, FIFA 23 is 100% going to Stadia, according to the Sun newspaper. Well, we'll know, uh, actually. I have it on my notes here. Um, we are due the FIFA announcement, I think, within the next week or so. I think there is due a FIFA announcement from EA. Um, within the next, I want to say a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks. Um, I'm sure. I think that's normally around when they announce it. And I've seen also on the, the sites that are pretty reliable leakers um, saying an announcement is due. But, um, but yes. And again, like, if they're if this the tr the trouble is what happens is um there is a reliable leaker who's mentioned stadia but i've seen that that report replicated in lots of other different sources yeah so it's not lots of different sources reporting information from their their own sources it's lots of different sources reporting the information from one particular source so um yeah, but if we apply the same principle of Saints Row, could be, could be. People talk about Blenheim taking my arm. That's because of the shadow. I create a shadow. Um, but very good, very good, Petter, yeah. <laughs> Venom. Venom. But yeah, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to know and then we don't have to speculate about FIFA uh, within the next week or so. Uh, that's what we're hoping anyway. Uh, don't know how it's doing on Steam, but it's a great game like that. Get us uh, is Guns of Icarus. I'm not familiar with Guns. I can't see that one. Guns of Icarus. Don't read the sun. Well, of course you don't, Pedev. You're from Liverpool and quite right too. Um. The Sun have quotes from EA. Interesting. Well, maybe I'll have to check that source out. How are we all doing on Centipede? Exactly. Well, let's all go home after what Project Storm did. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all go home. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's, so look out. I expect FIFA news in the um, next couple of weeks, as I said. Next, I want a, a quick shout out to the scientist. So I don't know if anybody watched uh, Stadium Connect North with the great Four Scars Gaming, um, and Pedder was on there. Um, Pedder was on there as well. 
Um, and they had the scientist. Now, the scientist uh, is a member of the Stadia community. I think it's Estadia on Estadia on um, Twitter. Anyway, what I didn't know is this guy has a PhD in data analysis, like proper, proper deep reverse engineering, complex data analysis. And using some of the data that exists out there. So we've seen Jack, the great Jack to slip, using data that exists, whether it's the various uh, scoreboards, the you know players and steady accounts, bits of information, cross-referencing it, and then coming up with projections on you know how many what the stadia player base is like within you know a sort of a one percent two percent margin or whatever or a reasonable margin. So the scientist has done similar data analysis and using some from various sources and then using information that has been publicly revealed by. Uh, the developer of 100 games, uh, not 100, 100 days, the wine drinking game, wine drinking game. <laughs> That's a game we should be playing. The wine making game. Uh, Eves, who published, of course, a chart of how well his um, 100 days had done as, as a Stadia Pro game, how much money it made him um, and stuff, and using that analysis. And then um, he's calculated roughly how much somebody gets from Stadia Pro, what it's worth and all that kind of stuff. But now this is the really exciting thing for me because a lot of people, you know, well, I say a few people, when they see data from, you know, Jack to Slip or other people going, yeah, what's it based on? Don't believe you. Nobody really knows all this kind of stuff. And that's the thing. With data analysis, what you can do is you take as much as data from as many sources as you can extrapolate across those sources and come up with something that's probably fairly accurate. But you know what you can do even more? Is get that data verified by somebody who actually knows. And this is what the scientist did. He ran his data past a couple of publishers and stroke developers who get data from Stadia about how well their games have performed. You know, obviously... Google is a data company, so it gives its developers, its publishers, if you publish a game on Stadia, Google give you a hell of a lot of data. And it was one of the things they really focused on at the Google for Games developer conference back in March for why people, why indies, what indies, why developers and publishers should bring their game to Stadia because of the data the, the data they could give back to those people to say how well those games are performing. Anyway, the scientist ran his analysis past a couple of developers to say, am I in the right ballpark with my analysis? PhD in, in data analysis. He's, he's no schmuck. You know, this guy knows what he's talking about. And they said, yeah, confidentially, you, it, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, based on the data that we have direct from Google about how well our games are performing and what we've actually earned. Because obviously they can't publicly um, talk about that because they're under the NDAs, but confidentially and on sort of, you know, promise of not disclosing who gave them the data, et cetera, et cetera, and what data it is, 
they um, gave information to scientists to verify the data analysis is done and, and basically proved, verified, as I said, verified that the, the analysis he done was pretty accurate within a very small margin. So it's well worth checking out that uh, he did a little presentation, you know, a little PowerPoint, a little deck on Four Scars Gaming, uh, Stadium Connect North, and it's very interesting, very enlightening. But it goes to show with the right data from the right sources and the right application, the knowledge, you can be fairly accurate about your predictions or analysis about Stadia. If you rely on the right data, yeah, information from Stadia themselves that they publicly reveal, information that they might reveal in job descriptions, information they might reveal at Google for Games, you know, developer conference, information publishers who work with Stadia might reveal. All those kind of, take your data from those sources and you'll get a good idea, a good picture of how things are. So anyway, he came up with some very, very interesting information. Um, was very positive about the impact that Mexico, the expansion into Mexico would have. Um, but yeah, all I'm saying is um, his data is not only being put together by somebody who's got a PhD in data analysis, but his data has been verified by people who have actual information from Stadia. So well worth checking out. He's a very knowledgeable guy. Fact. He is definitely not Dave69 from Reddit. Yeah. This guy knows what he's talking about. So I highly recommend that. I just wanted to shout out to him. And um, it basically, one of the conclusions from his analysis, as Eves from um, the developer of 100 Days said, if you are a small, if you're an indie developer, small developer, get your game on Stadia Pro. It's not the first developer to say that. There's been a number of, of developers who've, who've been surprised. Outright games have been very encouraged by the sales that they've had on Stadia. They declared that in a blog post. Again, get this information from sources. I'm not making this stuff up. And interesting enough, Legacy Games, let's go here. Um, this is on Stadia Dosage. Um, again, Stadia dosage rely on facts, data analysis, information, facts from actual sources, genuine sources, information publicly available from the horse's mouth, Stadia, Google, publishers, developers, exactly. Not speculation. Well, a little bit of speculation, but we'll do that. But based on um, legit info. Anyway, Legacy Games here, who brought us Adam Wolf and a few other point-and-click action-adventure games, hidden object games. Tweeted out here, this is so cool. In March and April, we launched hidden object games on Stadia. We had no idea how they would perform. They were the first of the genre on the platform. Oh, my God, no. What are these point-and-click games doing on Stadia? I thought it could run AAA games, blah, blah, blah. Variety is the spice of life. And anybody who's played things like Adam Wolf, I was pleasantly surprised by Adam Wolf. It's really engrossing game. 
That's the beauty. We're getting Skull and Bones. We're getting Saints Row. But then you can play Centipede. Then you can play Bratz when it comes out. Then you can play Legacy Games Point and Click. Adam Wolf. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Adam Wolf's a great game. Anyway, back to Legacy Games here. Fast forward, both games did well, especially Adam Wolf. If you want to try out the Stadia technology, check out this instant demo using the link. Very good legacy games. I played this PC uh, game both on Mac and Android and it worked just as advertised. Please contact us. Please contact us if you are interested in porting your game to this new platform. And then a link to launch Adam Wolf. But there we go. Further praise from publishers, developers who've bought their games to Stadia. Thus, um, again, underlying what the scientists said, underlying what other people have said, and all of that. So I just thought um, it was worth worth mentioning. And definitely check out the interview with uh, the scientists, the presentation. Talking of games, Hitman 3 has got some free content. Uh, now, this was announced, Ambrose Island, uh, as content was announced a while ago, I seem to remember. It's got a sort of a Thailand feel to it, I seem to remember. Um, but anyway, Ambrose Island, a brand new sandbox location coming to Hitman 3. This is free. Fully explorable sandbox location is packed with new targets, gameplay opportunities, challenges, at no additional charge for all owners of Hitman 3. Coming to Stadia, July the 26th. In a way, does it count as a game? Not really. Can't really count that as a game in my hope that we're going to see at least 10 games in July. Let me know in the chat if you think we'll hit 10 games. Um, but anyway, a sandbox um, area for Hitman 3. For those Hitman 3, it's about time I need to go back to Hitman 3. Anyway, there we go. So uh, that was sort of breaking news before the show. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is in all his glory. There I am. Not quite as cut as he is. Got to cut out, cut out my carbs a bit, yeah? Then I might be. And get a tattoo on the back of my head. Anyway, there you go. Hitman 3, new content. Ambrose Island coming on the 26th of July, ladies and gentlemen. Just thought I'd share that. Um, also... Let me know what you think about talking of games. What do you think about um, Project Storm getting 3.6 million on Centipede? Anybody who's played Centipede. Now, I only ever play Centipede Recharged, the one with one life. He was playing the Centipede Classic Recharged, I believe, which is one where you can get extra lives. But even so unbelievable um and of course scooterama hitman one task one for the summer championships of course ladies and gentlemen i forgot almost forgot thank you for reminding me uh scooterama i would not be uh forgiven if i uh didn't just check in if there's any update on the summer
just checking uh, on the update. Uh, there's going to be some surprises. Um, I can't reveal what uh, yet, ladies and gentlemen. But the Summer Championship, the Stadia Summer Championship, um, I think it's called the Summer Cloud Championships Bracket Stadia, uh, yeah, um, is is coming very soon. And the first game is Hitman. And uh, now I did the first Hitman challenge. I designed it, not really knowing much about Hitman. This time they've got a Hitman professional in. Yeah, Hitman player professional, that is. They're all on the Hitman. Um, Eli, uh, who I think he came second in that Hitman thing in the end, but he he is a proper, goes on the Hitman forums, does speed runs, all this kind of stuff. He's designed the level for the Hitman run in the summer stadia championship so make sure that you sign up to that there'll be information on the stadia dosage site and all of that um it's always a lot of fun you don't have to be amazing at uh, video games there's always a variety of games um and each new game is revealed each week and it lasts about f sort of four weeks and stuff like that so definitely uh check that out um, damn that Dave 69 is useless info. He does, ladies. He does. I see him, you know, on Reddit all the time. See him all there. He seems to be everywhere on Reddit. Um, Purple Haze, her money is FIFA 23 is coming to stadium. I'm pretty certain, but you know, never say never, as they say. Uh, but I'm pretty confident it will. I'd eat my Liverpool top if it doesn't, lol. Yeah, of course. I check it. Of course, I check the Bratz. The Bratz Wikipedia. Yeah, like it's like My Little Pony. I should show you the picture of me. Uh, 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 I want to say it right now. PonyCon. Yeah. I check these things out so you don't have to. I'm not a brony. was taking my daughter at the time and my son um, when she was into it back in the day. Honestly. Wine drinking, all round for the wine drink. Yeah, come on, wine drinking game. Play Centipede. Every time you die, that'd be a good stream. Are you allowed to stream that? Every time you die, take a shot. Yeah, shot of tequila. God, I'd be paralytic. Yeah, exactly. Well, I talked about, so actually you, you make a good point there, Pedder. So I've talked about it before on this show that I think that it's interesting that Saint I nearly forgot the game there. Saints Row Big AAA is coming and that is from Deep Silver who are a reasonable size I mean I'd say a medium sized publisher, okay? They're not a massive publisher. They're not EA. They're not 2K Take 2. Yeah. They're not Activision. And it strikes me, and I've talked about this before, that those big, big publishers are keeping, when it comes to cloud gaming, keeping things close to their chest. And, you know, it's not worth their while to get out of bed. As I've said it before, they can't be bothered to get out of bed for Stadia. Yeah. Except the amount of money they make from FIFA 23 or FIFA, as opposed to Madden, FIFA's much more international, plus all the extra loot boxes you buy on FIFA. The amount of money on there probably does make it worth their while 
to bring that game to Stadia from EA. But I still think the big publishers are still holding their cards close to their chest, while other publishers are they don't have they don't need a million pounds to get out of bed. They're quite happy with several hundred thousand, yeah? 50,000, whatever. It all adds to the bottom line. And so a slightly more medium-sized publisher with AAA games, I would suggest is more likely to bring that game, especially with the track record, uh, is more likely to bring another AAA game to Stadia. And so, and it also says something about the popularity, I imagine, of Saint Saint the other Saints Row games, Saints Row Remastered, Saint, so Saints Row 4, Saints Row 3 Remastered, that are also on Stadia plus other games from Deep Silver. The performance of those games are probably of a level that Deep Silver are very happy with or, or quite quite reasonably happy with, enough for them to bring the AAA game that is Saints Row to Stadia. So that's, that's encouraging. So I'm not sure it opens up the doors to more EA games coming, but it, hey, it can only help, can't it, if, if it does gunbusters but fifa is a uh, is up there in terms of sales isn't it really so it's it's the one that's going to do it it has it sort of goes beyond the kind of you know you you, you sort of hardcore gamer it goes into sort of wider world there of, of just casual gamers as well it's it's massive um it will indeed be the first one and that's what's interesting it's the first one and i've said it before on this show it will be the first one which has justified its own existence on Stadia, if that makes sense. That deal of five was a kind of, you know, a massive advance deal. Yeah, Google going to EA and going, we'll guarantee you X million pound, bring five games. You can cross-collateralize those games across all, you know, cross-collateralize that five, not five million, however much it is, across those five games, make your money back, yeah? That's probably how they did the deal. Whereas we know they're not writing out these big advance checks anymore, or we don't think they are, or certainly not on the scale that they had to in the beginning. So the fact that they bring EA is, is a strong indication that the platform is beginning to wash its own face, as it were, which is what it has to do, which is why we've not seen these big AAA games uh, in the first part of 2022. We saw them in 2021 because they were legacy deals. I've talked about this before. So it may have gained, given us a false sense of other AAA games coming further into, in, into the first part of 2022, where the reality is the AAA games of 2021 were probably probably legacy deals that were done coming to an end. Um, but there we go. I think Atari is making good. Tell me about it. I think Atari are going to be pleasantly surprised. And that can only bode well for all the other Atari games. Maybe they'll all be. Um... Hey. Insert an ad. Why would I insert an ad? Can I insert an ad live? I don't want to do that. I can insert an ad. If I press that button, there's a button here. I've never seen it. Sorry, I got distracted. There's a button on my live stream. I can insert an ad live. Let's not do that. Let's not. Dis no ads on this program. More EA games are coming, trust me. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so, Purple Haze. I think we are seeing 
the tide turn. Slowly but surely. Uh, and, you know, the expansion into Mexico is a massive fillip to these things. Um, so there we go. They're making more money on that. I'll oh, tell me, tell me about it. I've told it before. I've My son spent nearly 200 quid. Easy. On points for FIFA. The game cost me 25 quid. Imagine that. So the game has effectively cost me over 200 pounds. Crazy. He is indeed very knowledgeable. Could you show us some slides? I don't have the slides. Honestly, check out the... Um, Check out the uh, Stadium Connect North there, Scooterama. UK leaked July the 17th pre-order date. Is this, is this all in the sun? Or do I really have to put the sun? Search the sun. Oh, gosh. Who reads the sun, guys? Come on. Whoop. I'm having a look here. 10th of May. Not seeing anything FIFA 20. Maybe their search isn't that good. Anyway, if anybody has a link, let me know. Um, there we go. I'm at 30 now. Got to get back on these nuts. What, 30 in... You mean in centipede, 30K? Yeah, I saw a few people overtake me just when I got to 30. Exactly. DC Super Pets should be out on Friday also. So I counted, I put a tweet out earlier. I counted that there, we will have, there's eight games, I think by Friday, um, there will have been eight games new to Stadia. So, you know, new to the store in July, come this Friday. So you've still got two weeks. Could we get another two games new to Stadia in those next two weeks and make it 10? Don't know. David, how are you, sir? Completed Adam Wolf. Let's go to chat, actually. I'm reading the chat out. Why don't we just go to chat? There we go. Um, while I'm on chat, I'm just going to move it. Uh, yeah we don't have i just saw somebody saying about page three we don't have page three anymore apparently do they i thought that was i thought that ended age in the 90s i said to my son i said you know my mate project storm he said yeah he said he got i said he got 3.6 million he said probably cheated I said, he can't cheat. It's Stadia. He said, he's probably got AI to do it. I said, how would he get AI to it? He, he doesn't have access to the where the game is based, you know, on the, on the, the, the Google servers. And he said, oh, maybe he got AI that analyzes the screen. I said, he, he did it live. <laughs> and, I, hey, Project Storm's a clever bloke, but I don't think even he could create AI that looks at the screen and can examine it quick enough and write a program so that it learns. No, 
It's pure talent and commitment, ladies and gentlemen, because it's a long old time he was playing. Big difference between a well-founded hypothesis and naked assertion. Yeah. And there's nothing more satisfying than when you have your analysis, your theory, like a scientist. Yeah. Scientists come up with a theory and then that theory is proved. And you think, yes, I knew it. Yeah. Like that scientist who discovered that, you know, he said there must be this particle, this quantum particle called the Hogg's boson. For 30 years, there's no way to prove it. And then a couple of years back at the CERN particle accelerator, they discovered the Hogg's boson particle, right? And it was purely his, the scientist who came up with the concept was theoretical. Imagine, imagine 30 years later, how many years later, him going, yes. I was right. Told you. In your face. I was right about the Hogg's boson particle. Yes. So it's nice that you come up with this analysis. You're fairly confident that you're right. You know, like, dare I say, expansion to another country. And then a week later, it happens, you know. But it's also nice when you can verify it from sources, you know, behind the scenes, as it were. So... um and that's that's the definition of a proper source. You know, the thing about sources is that you can't reveal too much information because if you've got if you have a source, you can't reveal too much because it gives away that you've got a source. Could risk that source. Yeah, you don't want to risk the source. You don't want to spill the source all over the place. But anyway, you know, I think I think you know what I'm saying. Um, there is a bad analogy I have, uh, um, but yeah, I won't go there because it's a war. Oh, I will. So in in World War Two, yeah, the in Britain they had the Enigma ship, the Enigma code cracker thing over at uh, Bletchley Park, and they cracked the code. They knew, yeah, the code breakers using the Enigma machine knew that the Germans were going to bomb Coventry, right? a city in uh, in England. I live quite close there. I grew up close to Coventry in a town not far from Coventry. Anyway, not during the war, you cheeky git. Not that old. Anyway, in World War II, they knew, but they couldn't evacuate the city. They couldn't tell everybody to evacuate the city because it would give away the fact they'd cracked the German code. So unfortunately, Coventry City was razed to the ground by German bombers. So, you know, when you've got the code, you have a source, you don't want to necessarily reveal too much information because you kind of ruin everything. Is that a good analogy? I don't know. Brought a brat. Is there something we should know, Clive? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Preston. That's all I'm saying. It is good hitman news. That's what we like. Shout out Project Storm. He, how? Like, nobody's even close. I saw Ryzak. Purple. Shout out to Purple Haze. She's a bit of a demon when it comes to Centipede. Jeez. I saw Ryzak. Um, he was on 500,000 or whatever. 
right? He was second place, globally, second place for Isaac on about 500,000. There's a couple of other people like 400,000, close to 500,000. And then 3.6 million, the gap between Project Storm and everybody else is redonkulous, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely redonkulous. Too much endurance, exactly. I'll stick to recharge. Classic recharge is like a marathon to me. I'm, I like the recharge. I really like the recharge, the challenge of recharge on its own. I've not really played much of the other ones. Hey, Vet Cloud Gaming, how are you? Uh, shout out to Vet is back in the YouTube partnership family. I saw a tweet there. Back in the arms of YouTube. Welcome there. Yeah. If anybody beats, I think Atari, Atari, if you're listening, you need to honour Project Storm. I can't see anybody other than Project Storm beating that score. I think Atari should send Project Storm some merch. Get on it. Get onto Twitter, everybody. Get onto Twitter. Post the picture of Project Storm's high score. CC in, not CC, it's not an email, Clive, you boomer. At in Atari and let's get him some merch. He needs recognition from Atari for a redonkulous score. Yeah, you can't do it streaming and freestyling, exactly. Hey, Victor, how are you? Everyone's placing a bet FIFA's coming to Stadia. This is what I like. Well, there was some indication that EA may, FIFA 23, may be free to play. I'm not sure they're ready for that. I think it would make sense. I don't know. But if I was if I was EA, I might gear up EA. I think it's going to be called EA Sports FA. No, what's it called? EA Sports United. Anyway, they're equivalent because they, they're not going to use the FIFA license. Not going to, it's not going to be called FIFA for FIFA 24. It's going to be EA Sports FC or wherever it is. To me, that would be a good opportunity to go free to play. Um, but EA like the money, don't they? They know people will instantly shell out 30 quid, 40 quid, whatever it is, straight out the window as soon as it launched. Suarez, it's a mystery, whatever you said there. Hit the button, do it for sake of research. Exactly. I'm not. I really feel like the work they did with crossplay is an indicator of the future intentions. Yeah, exactly. Press more evidence, isn't it? It's like it. Like I said, it's like the. I I will be more surprised if not. That's where I'm I, I'm at now, you know, and have been really since then. Why do that work? Because they had to probably work with Stadia to do that. I'm all in on Atari. Can't wait for Breakout Android Mission. I want. I want. Uh, Missile Command. Yeah, Dave. They don't have page three anymore. Do they? No, they don't. Come on. With Nacon Low Charge Port Game, do you think it's coming? We're confirmed as partner. And their last game was confirmed as non-low change port. Yes. So they had a little um, reveal, didn't they? And you had the Robocop game. I wrote my thesis on Robocop, the original. 
Yeah. My degree. Heavily featured Robocop. <laughs> uh, my Yeah, my thesis, my thousand word thesis was based around Robocop and other films. Wild Bunch being the other one. And um, Bonnie and Clyde. It was all about the balletic nature of slow motion violence in movies. Anyway, whatever. Um, but anyway, Robocop, yeah. So, yes, it'll be interesting to see if we, rather than them port older games, if they start using low-change port for the new games. So some of the games that they announced, um, let's have a quick short... Uh, Yeah, so they had a Nacon Connect. Um a little while ago. Let me just whiz over there. I'm just seeing it. Seeing they've got uh just a quick summary. Yeah. So they got a Lord of the Rings, a Gollum thing by the looks of things. Robocop. Seventeen games. Wow, that's a lot of white, isn't it? So Again, the thing is they represent a number of studios, um, but it will be interesting to see whether um, they bring any of these since we know, as you say, they're a low, low change porting uh, partner. Crown Wars, the Black Prince. Raven's Watch. Paradise Project. Gangs of Sherwood, uh, Skate Sim, yes please, we need a skateboarding game, don't we? WRC Generations, so another rally game, that would be good. Um, Test Drive, KT Racing, always got room for a, a racing game, Ad, Infin Ad Infinitum. Clash, Artifacts of Chaos, Lord of the Rings Gollum. That could be a big one. Steel Rising, Spiders, Blood Bowl 3, Hell is Us. I, I, don't, I don't see all of these. Hell is Us looks interesting. Well, maybe not. Well, it does look interesting. It just wasn't what I thought it was. War Hospital. A bit grim. Chef Life, a restaurant simulator, wine drinking simulator, eating simulator, and then a few of their um, hardware accessory. Oh, look at that! That's what that's what you need. Project Storm. That's for the PlayStation Five. Anyway, there you go. So yeah, lots of interesting games um, from Nacon, who are of course. 
a low change porting partner. So could we see some of those? I don't think we'd see all of them, but maybe some of the big ones. It would be great to see Robocop. It would be great to see um, the Gollum, Lord of the Rings. Hundred and twenty seven K. Wow, Dave. Asteroids and missile command, absolutely. Um It's in the mirror. Okay. You see the 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 thing is about as we know is whether they're quoting the people we already who are renowned for leaking. Um again. Do I really have to? Oh, God, it wants me to register who I am. Yeah, I know. They don't even have a search thing, do they? What a what a boomer paper. Where's its search? What the? It wants you to browse. I'm not looking. It's going to blog up my, it's going to clock up my, what's it? Uh, Stadia keeps their word. That's all matters. The game is still coming as well as the expansion to the service. Absolutely. I will check that. Uh, but I so say my only question is whether it's leaked. The, their information is based on uh, the serial leaker, as it were. Higgs boson. Yes, exactly. It's gratifying when you've uh, been called everything on the aisle. Extreme fanboy, delusional optimist to have everything you've said validated. Well, um, I I saw one of the most amusing quotes uh, about me on Reddit, which was so wrong that I didn't even bother responding. Uh, but basically it said, how come I'm wrong about everything and all the haters are right about everything? And I just thought, well, what? Oh, when I said Stadia was going to close down after February... Oh, no, that wasn't me, was it? When when I said Stadia was winding down... No, that wasn't me, was it, either? No, I think you'll find... I haven't really responded to him, but I think you'll find I'm right more times than most, put it that way. I'm fairly consistent. Um, so then it's that point I knew, ladies and gentlemen, it was that point that I knew I wasn't dealing... Well, I was dealing with an issue. Okay. Not you can disagree with me, that doesn't make you an idiot. Because you've, you know, you might have a very valid point of view. But if your if your point of view has no substance is just inc factually incorrect, then I'm no longer going to engage with you because um Yeah. Anyway, so there we go. It's gratifying when you're being yes, exactly. Uh, you should play the challenges in Centipede. I saw that. There's a whole, I accidentally clicked across and there's a whole set of uh, challenges, isn't there, in Centipede? Hey, cheerio, Lugo. EAFC. Yeah, EAFC. That's the one. It does. It does. And it's got uh, Peter, what's his name in it? The guy, the actor. Well, they've certainly used his voice. I think a lot of these devs publishers are waiting for LCP. Oh, I think they are. I don't know what any of that, apart from the PhD bit case ball. And Terminator. That's so nerdy. Yeah, it's my, my university degree. What are you talking about? 
It blew me away, Robocop. I'd not seen a film like it, and I went in with no expectation. I was bored, and I was with a mate. This is college, and it just so happened. And I think I'd seen a picture in a magazine. So we went in, and I just thought, yeah. And then three, four years later, when I was writing my thesis for my film degree, I drew upon it. And my, I, I even had to make a film. As part of my thesis, I had to make a film, a mini film. And my main character in it watched a lot of Robocop in it. And sort of fantasized a little bit about violence and stuff like that. Anyway. It got me a 2-1. Yeah. Not a Desmond 2-2, but a 2-1. Not a Richard III. And not a nerdy creep out first, but it got me a 2-1. I'll, I'll take that. Cities, skylines, five nights. Are we sure that they were done um, as low change porting? Is that confirmed? Because we know that some people who were in the pilot scheme, some developers in the pilot scheme, were already uh, working on their games. Uh, but if that is the case... I'm sure I, I I'm sure I saw a, a developer saying City Skylines wasn't low change porting, but maybe it was something else I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, they said it was this year. Now is it down to three? Oh, for low change porting game that is. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what it would be. Yeah. Uh. Oh, let's go back to chat. There we go. Should move it across some night because I've got this at such an angle. Um, Lord of the Rings WRC session. I think it'll be a big. I think it would be a big, a big game like a Lord of the Rings Robocop, maybe WRC, a recognizable game that we would get. Because obviously they want to, it's going to be a game they think they're going to get the big sales on. Um, I don't think, well, yeah. I mean, the reason you might not get a big game, me having said that, is if it's, uh, depends what how, how broad their license is. Sometimes when you license a game, oh, yeah, this reminds me, I'm going to tell you something because I know this because, so I'm talking about the, the, the idiot in Reddit. And he says, you obviously know nothing about the games industry. That's what he quoted me. He goes, how come all the haters are right and you're, and everything you ever said is wrong and you know nothing about the gaming industry, right? So not only is he wrong on every level so far, but he's also on the fact I know nothing about the gaming industry. Uh, I hated to break it to him and I'm not going to because he's not worthy of it. But, um, you know, I worked in the gaming industry, you muppet. Anyway, I digress. The point is, sometimes when you buy a license or an IP, acquire you know the license in an IP, it can be fairly uh, it can be fairly limited. You might say only you know for for license for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And they might would there might be in a situation where if they hadn't anticipated Stadia or they haven't got it on all platforms now known or hereafter invented, 
um, they might have to go back and say, we'd like to expand the license to include this platform as well. So um, that can happen. I want Bubble Bubble on Stadia, Dave. Good shout. Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. Mm. Right. Look, you shouldn't encourage me. Um, but I've got the button now. There are lots of channels with lots of followers who really don't have solid information. Of course, Purple Haze, of course. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's like any subject, you know, like like football or soccer. You know, everybody everybody wants to talk about it and there's no harm in doing that. The harm is when you, you know, you pass yourself off as if you have information or somehow an inside track when you don't. There's no harm in passing that information off if you kind of do or might do or have a an understanding and stuff like that. But if you are basically Dave69 off Reddit and read something off another blog somewhere without any kind of analysis or cross-reference and then you pass it off as though you're some kind of expert, then yeah. Trouble is, people believe them and keep following them. And, you know, I'll never quite understand. Not for me. But there you go. No harm in talking about it. It's like being down the pub talking with your mates. Yeah. It's always going to be one mate who goes, yeah, my mate. Yeah. My mate, Bob. He knows a friend who knows a friend who knows a friend who's going out with a woman. Yeah. Who happens to be the president of such and such company. And she was talking with somebody at such and such conference and they said, yeah. Bubble Bobble is the greatest. I don't know Circus Charlie cloud validation. Um, there we go. But anyway, exciting times, ladies and gentlemen. You, you let me go on a rant uh, and we don't, you know, we sh don't like that. Snow Brothers, R-Type and WWS WrestleFest. Wow. Big demands there, Case Ball. But there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and uh, since I've got this other button, I'm just going to show you. Um, this is what I'm trying to save up for. I mentioned it before. Okay. Arcade machine. Fun. I'm going to want to put it in the in behind me when I do streams. So I'm just letting you know that's what I'm saving up for. Because um, I want to plug in Stadia. I want to run Stadia off it, see if it works. It's got a little HDMI plug-in. Um, anyway, there you go. Well, there we are, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just check quickly check the GNU, see if there's anything I've missed. No, I think we're all good. I did notice Atari been tweeting a lot about Black Widow recently. That's all I'm saying. Look. Black Widow has over 30 challenges that put even the most seasoned players to the test. Which do you think is the most difficult? Um, so, yeah. Looking forward to Black Widow. But more. We'll be getting back to um, Centipede, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Right. 
there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's a show. Rambling on a bit there. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you found it informative. I hope you found it entertaining and all of that. If you did, then please make sure you hit the likes if you haven't done already, because uh, it's always, always appreciated. And if you're new here, uh, well, just subscribe. And you know, even if you don't like it, just subscribe. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, and all of that. And why don't we do this all again, ladies and gentlemen? Let's do this all again. Same place, same time. Next week, why not? Yeah. 700 quid. Oh, my Lord. 700 quid. There we go. Um, no problem. It shall be on the podcast uh, sometime tomorrow as ever. Anyway, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we have an uh, interesting week, another interesting stadium week. Probably won't be on the scale it has been the last couple of weeks, but hopefully some more game announcements and all of that. Fingers crossed. Uh, thank you for being involved. Thank you for being part of chat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with me with my mini rants. It helps me. It's my therapy. You are my therapy. Get it off my chest and all of that. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I'll see you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>